Hey, this is Jerk the Jerk. You're tuning into the feed from Geek Mountain. Check out this dope intro song, though. Oh, it's me. All right. Uh, welcome back to the feed from Geek Mountain. It's your boy Jacuz here, hanging out with Sure You Can Pizza. I'm over in California. He's in Whack Ass Chicago, uh, where Chicago just does Chicago stuff. Anyways, okay. it is the feed from Geek Mountain. <laughs> we have a special guest today, uh, Rocky. Uh, you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, hello. Um, uh, on the internet, I am Rackel Arts. Um, hi. I'm also in Whack Ass Chicago. Um, <laughs> I am, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be uh, 23 this month. And I'm a comedy major, and I stream on Twitch at uh, Twitch.tv/RackelArts. So hello, I exist. Hello. Awesome. This is wonderful. What do you usually stream? Um, so honestly, just any games really. Uh, but however, yeah, this week has been a lot more horror games. Everyone wants to just see me scream and be upset over Five Nights at Freddy jump scares. So, uh, that's been interesting. <laughs> Is that all you've been playing? <laughs> uh, I think, oh, 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 yeah. I was also playing, uh, since everyone's playing the new, uh, Battle of Bik Bikini Bottom, uh, SpongeBob game, I've been playing, uh, SpongeBob the movie game. I just found like a, emulator for it and it's it's trash but i love the game so i couldn't help myself it does look uh, like so a trash yeah. game honestly it looks so trash it was my childhood i love yeah, it so much it was perfect from the, for the time right <laughs> no that game was ahead of its time it inspired kingdom hearts oh jeez, yeah so we brought rocky here for our special episode of you guys seen the title obviously it's our revisiting jojo episode but first we got to get into what we've been watching and playing so rocky <laughs> rocky go ahead and start for us while jacuz is coughing on the weeds <laughs> no that problem is, that's funny because that was uh never mind go on that was the all right it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, hi. Uh, <laughs> I have been uh, watching, let's see, I'm actually re-watching JoJo again. Uh, I already rewatched parts one and two a while back, and I'm going to start watching part three again. Uh, I think it's starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I've also been watching, I've been tackling One Piece, which has been a whole big, wild adventure. So, um, what was the thing besides watching again? Playing. Oh, playing. <laughs> but you oh, kind of, yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's, um, uh, SpongeBob the movie, the game, and yeah. uh, I think that's kind of it. I think I just recently finished Resident Evil 2. Oh, word. What did you think about the, Resident Evil? <laughs> the remake or the uh, 
Oh, the remake, yeah. Well, okay. I didn't do the second story yet because I was like, fuck that. I can't do exactly. this. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, you, but you can't do it because you're terrified of it. Yeah, see, with sure you can. He just has a disdain for Resident Evil games because I love it. Um, no, yeah. it's, it's, I don't hate the series. I just don't understand why people love the series. That's all. Hey, man, same thing can be said about, you know, bronies and stuff like that (laughs) that is that is is true that is very true um but i don't know yeah i couldn't i couldn't bother myself i think i I think i didn't even get out the what the prison part i didn't do the the prison the jail cell puzzle or whatever that's the part where i stopped on wait uh, so you never you never beat oh so you got up to that in claire but you beat uh, yeah yeah, i mean it's pretty much the same campaign. It is, uh, uh, it's just copy paste for the most part, um, depending on who you start with. So I mean, with the you know a few scenes changed, so you you pretty much played Resident Evil Two remake. Pretty much, it's just weird to me because it's just like what? How does the story like like how is it supposed to be played? Like how who who's supposed to be doing what? Like that I don't understand, right? <laughs> you're saying like who's canon like because you can start you can literally start from the back but, of the prison or uh back of the police station with yeah. claire or, or in front with claire yeah I, I get what you're saying um when with that kind of stuff i just don't i don't think about it <laughs> when, you can, <laughs> when you can choose like because that that does mess things up like because it's like you got to pick one to be canon is it uh leon going in from the front and claire going in from the back which kind of sounds super sexual <laughs> um hey. but yeah, so I don't know, man. Um, it, it's it, for me. It's like pick your poison. Which one do you want to be canon? They're both. Poison. I, I think. I think Leon going in through uh through the front. But um. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what most people feel like, too. I guess. It's whatever. Um. Yeah, I was terrified. Yeah, I I was pretty scared myself. Those uh, I don't want. I keep calling them. I I keep wanting to call them clickers, but they're not clickers. What are they? <laughs> what what which zombie? The crawly ones. Oh, lickers. Lickers. See, they yeah, God, they fucking rhyme. See, that's what fucks. Yeah, me. <laughs> they're the worst enemy in the game, but you can easily just like you can walk. You can breathe. Yeah, breathe, I realize that they have it. the worst AI like ever. Like the actual zombies <laughs> have better AI than the, the lickers. Oh, dude, the zombies do. Because uh, if the lickers have the uh, zombies AI, that would be crazy, man. Like they're already ridiculous. Because uh, as soon as you activate one, you better hope there's not another one near because you're gonna be focused on that that first one, unless you got you know. You're good, good aim, and you can pop some headshots with a shotgun, and then you should be good. But those things, man, they take a lot of hits. Jeez, for real. I didn't even try to fight them. I was just like, no, <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm assuming the. Uh, wait, wait. I'm trying to remember. Does does Leon get liquors in his campaign in the garage, or does Claire? Because I think, uh, yeah, I think it's Claire actually. Good luck going through that uh, garage again, because there's going to be one point where you got to walk past two liquors, and it is not, it's not fun at all if you, uh, if you aggro them. But yeah. Oh, but right, sure you can. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> what, what have you been uh, watching and playing? Yeah, I've been trying to tell you to get on fucking uh, Great Pretenders. This shit is uh, definitely the hidden sleeper of last season. Oh my god. Yeah, it- it gave me uh, Bacchano vibes. 
where it's just like gonna be some crazy ass adventure like yeah with multiple characters multiple characters yeah it does it does give off that vibe but they kind of pretty much keep the same cast so it's like oh, so it's it's literally following like one person the entire time as opposed to switching to like different points of view because that's the reason why I like Bakano and Durarats because you get like the perspective of like every single character in their story. But we're gone. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's really great. I think it's super funny. I think it's super fresh. People are saying it's like the Grand Theft Auto of anime, which is like <laughs> what? Yeah, I know, right? Which is kind of like what? Well, yeah, this is basically that reaction. It's like what? Like how do you? How how is that even possible? <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to watch it. Uh, I've been meaning to, just like with Lupin the Third. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. So it, yeah, it does give off like real like Lupin the Third uh, vibes off of it, but it's like super modern at the same time. So, Definitely. um, there's that, and then it's like taking place. Like, the first part takes place in America, too. So, it's, like, a lot of, like, American culture. It's, like, pretty accurate to, like, I feel what is uh, the Los Angeles uh, scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely uh, Hollywood and, and L.A. Um, just from, like, watching the trailers uh, that I did see, I got a very uh, L.A. vibe from it. Um, but other than that, though, you said the first part takes place in America? What do you mean? Yeah, the first part takes place in America, and you'll see about the other parts. Also. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing they're, they're like mini, like mini arcs or something like that. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but the story's more, it's more tightly woven in to these. I don't know. It's not just like episodic in a way where it's like like novellas, where it's like sections that are kind of like broken off and not really like related to each other. These are pretty much telling a story over time, each episode, each part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like Jojo in a way. Um, so what about you? What have you been watching or playing Jakuz? Uh, so watching, um, like, like I said, last week, since I've been playing Persona, it, it, they kind of take up my, it, it took up my anime, uh, time, but uh, I actually watched the latest episode of Hiro no Sora. I won't go into it, but man, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm we getting, cannot talk about, we can't talk Don't about worry. Hiro no <laughs> I, I can't, I can't help it, man. It's so, this is like the most perplexing <laughs> show I've watched because I've gone back and forth between hating and loving it. And I, there hasn't been a show like that. It's either I hate it or I love it, or yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I, I could be in the middle on it and just watch it like Glipnir, like. I still got to watch the last episode of that, but I'm not really excited to. Um, I'm just like, ah, I made it to episode 13. Cool. Uh, it's probably going to just have one season and not continue from there. But uh, other than that, though, I've been playing Ninjala. Uh, okay. Have you guys heard about that? Not. No? no? Where do you live under a rock, Rocky? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was... Well, for, for the people who don't know what Ninjala is, it's a battle royale um a battle royale fighting game so essentially you, you like get a character fighter. yeah it's an arena fire yeah exactly um so you get a character uh they get different move sets with different weapons so right now there's swords yo-yos and, and hammers right and uh it's pretty obvious what they do sword is like balance hammers like more so for strength and yo-yos are for speed uh and you you just go into a round for about three minutes and you fight all these other people uh there's a lot of like 
it, it may seem very childish and kiddie in the beginning and easy to learn. It's definitely not. Uh, because once you get into like the epon system, which is like how you counter people, yeah. it's like rock, it's like rock, paper, scissors. And it's a lot of fun. Like it, it, it and it's so easy to go into uh, the epon. As soon as you and your, you and your opponent like strike each other, uh, epon will start. Or if you block their strike, uh, something like that will start. And you just got to figure out like, like what beats what, which is pretty much like, uh, I believe, uh, left and right, it's beat by uh, up. Oh, okay, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, I, my bad. I'm starting to get you, into like you the, getting into the it. You get into it. <laughs> but no, dude, I, I I haven't found a multiplayer game that I was like this hooked on in a minute, and I've been having a lot of fun beating it's shit out like, of people. Uh, yeah, I heard nowadays that there's problems with the counter system, the epon system. So yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out in the long run. I think they'll just end up keeping the mechanic and people are just going to have to work around it. What's, what's the issue people are running into? I don't know. You'll have to ask uh, David about that because I... It must be like some kind of some kind of glitch or something like... Or not a glitch, like just some kind of exploit that they did, they looked over or something like that. Because I noticed I like... Uh, I don't know. I haven't ran into issues with it. Um, and it's pretty easy to like figure out what people are going to do. Uh, but the game is a lot of fun. It's free, which was shocking to me because the quality that was put into the game um, or the amount of work that was put into the game, it, it's a very quality game. And for it to be something running on Nintendo Switch's netcode, uh, it, it runs pretty well. I haven't ran into the uh, lag, lag spikes or anything like that, uh, like I did with fucking smash brothers that game would just pause for like two minutes um, <laughs> and it's, it's just not it was not a good time it's crazy how like the biggest like fighters have like the worst net code it's... yeah you would think that's something that wouldn't be a problem in 2020 but uh i guess i guess so i guess fighters are just what's so hard about getting net code right uh right for fighting games whereas like shooters pretty much money. have it oh is it money Probably True. money, yeah. It's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> but enough about money and Ninjala. Here's the real meat for today. Today's main topic is JoJo. Yes, yes, yes. We're talking about JoJo today. Uh, after our first episode, our very first episode, Lay Your JoJo's to Rest, we wanted to revisit the episode again to give jojo a little bit more love than it deserves because <laughs> we pretty much only talked about like what like part four and then we like ranted from like from there <laughs> dude no that episode was definitely uh or part five rather yeah we just talked about part five and then just like fucking ranted yeah it was wild i just listened to it too so <laughs> oh god it was a oof oof it was it's a, a strong episode yeah we came I came a long way, so... Hey, hey, don't, don't do that. <laughs> you see, Rocky, I get, no, I get no respect around here. You get respect when it's due. Um, so, we're, <laughs> so we're talking about JoJo today. Rocky, do you want to give people like a general overview about JoJo briefly? <laughs> uh, sure, I, I will make an attempt. I don't think this will be good, but... Um... <laughs> So uh, we follow the Joestar family line um, and on their bizarre adventures from 
one Jojo to the <laughs> fuck um to the to the next of kin uh actually skipping a generation actually uh but uh, to the next of kin totally and then to to the next and to the next and to the next and uh <laughs> you gotta you gotta say it four more times because there's eight right now <laughs> oh god uh, to the next Whoa. the next and then uh, yeah so and then Dio and then Dio comes up and he's just like fuck you joe stars and um then it, eventually it comes to other craziness oh god elder stands there's weird magical powers behind them after some cool sunshine powers in the beginning um which they totally chop later yeah uh, <laughs> i i think um, the, yeah. the funniest the funniest thing i ever read like someone explained this they said I say that it's a series where beautiful men fight each other in a consist uh, constantly escalating battle to outsmart each other with supernatural ghost powers. <laughs> supernatural ghost I think powers. That's better than I said. <laughs> hey, it's better than anything I could have came up with. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. They do have uh, very structured faces, I will say. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and in, what's crazy about JoJo is that it's been running since like 1987. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. broken down into eight different parts. Uh, each part has a brand new protagonist and a new setting that takes place in. Well, there's uh, also like the resurgence. Mm -hmm. There's also the resurgence and like what one shots or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, you mean like Rohan? Yeah. <laughs> Rohan's like day out or some shit like that. Yeah. The OVAs. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know the the story for the most part is uh, self-contained in each part, except for you know in certain parts you know one or two cast members will make it over into the next one but but yeah the one binding theme in jojo is it's a jojo bloodline like uh rocky was saying so yeah great that was fantastic <laughs> i love that overview <laughs> beautiful men fighting each other and with uh, ghost powers, with ghost powers and Shit. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially, yeah, it's like a generational, like, shonen series, basically. It's, it has the action, and it's a lot of dudes, basically. I mean, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the I do notice there, there is a lack of women in, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There's, there's decent, oh, okay, there's, there's a decent on... I don't know. There's there's women there. They're not always present, but at the end of the day, it's a shonen anime manga creation. So what what can you do? Um, the well, I guess the other binding theme is that a lot of the men don't really act like stereotypical men in many ways either. Um, so there is that. So I do yeah, like all I can think of. Sorry, no, all I think ahead. of is like how there's so many like dojins. Do you guys know what dojins are? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. I had to make sure. You know, sometimes. But um, there's so much beautiful dojins of all like the Joe Bros and everything together. Uh, so I don't know. There's I feel like there's kind of a lot of that in there. Um, just very manly, beautiful friendship relationships. That are kind of questionable. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like an overarching theme in every single part is friendship. The power yeah. of friendship. The power it's like, of friendship. 
it's like whatever Joe Star and the boys for every single part. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe less so for maybe uh, huh? Phantom Blood. But the first part? Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe like, what, you what you mean? You have Speedwagon and uh what's his name? I wouldn't call him uh, a friend. He felt Zipelli? more like a butler. Zapelli, yeah. <laughs> and he was like a mentor. He was more of a friend. He was more of a friend in they they, they were friends. Kind of. <laughs> it, it wasn't like part two, three, four, and five, but but they were friends for the most part. I feel like Speedwagon was a butler for this entire family <laughs> after part one. I mean, yeah, he, oh, so true. Yeah, he's definitely that loud man on the side. So speaking about, let's let's go through. We want to touch on the anime hey. only, only on the anime. Hey, hang on, no. Before before we get into that, I do have a question for you guys. When did you guys come across JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? That's a hard question. Ooh, ooh, boy. Mm. What, what what part did you discover? Was it part Was it part one when you jumped in? Was it part two? Part three? Oh, for me personally, part one. Yeah, I hopped into yeah part one, but I started like, well, I believe the anime was already in part two when I started it. Mm. But yeah, my first experience was uh, part one and just being disgusted by how <laughs> muscular everybody was. <laughs> Uh, well, for me, I think I discovered it. One of my friends told me about it in like middle school or something, or like kind of like middle school, high school. And but with the the first part, uh, then I was like, I was at first, I was kind of not into it. I mean, but I was, but I was just lazy and just didn't watch it until like later, maybe beginning of college or so, mm. and then middle college. Then I finally watched all of it, and I absolutely adored everything. So. But I did watch it in order. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's really hard to hate on JoJo too. I realize, like, it's really hard. To... That's like a popular thing to do on the internet. I'm, I'm finding. Yeah, I guess I, like I feel like it's easy for people to like to hate on anything, but it's I feel like it's hard legitimately to hate on JoJo. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> with what I had said, like it is mostly like most of the jokes are tailored towards like the JoJo fandom and how like people scream about JoJo being like amazing so it's like uh people like ripping on those kind of people so it's not necessarily about the show yes but the problem is the fandom oh yeah i mean they're okay uh from what i've seen at least um so let's whoo okay how how are we gonna do this let's briefly (laughs) (laughs) let's let's talk about our favorite parts each of us uh in order our favorite moments in each part. Starting with, of course, part one, Phantom Blood. Go. Someone go. One of you, you two. <laughs> you going to just dump Phantom Blood onto one of us? Uh, my yeah. favorite part was, uh, it has to be when Dio throws away his humanity. <laughs> that's a, that's That was weird, yeah. Uh, I know that's weird, but that's the scene that stands out to me. Uh, anytime I think about part one, I just think about when Dio is like yelling at Jonathan. He says, like, Jonathan, I'm about to throw away my humanity. And he takes the mask and puts it on his face and gets shot to death. But not really. <laughs> um, that that was my that was my favorite uh, moment it, because it one it led to like straight up action. And, you know, me uh, sure you can. I'm I'm all about action. That's like typically like all the animes I watch are all action animes. So. Uh, once a fight ensued, I, I did enjoy that. It was a, it was a, more of a strategic battle than, oh yeah, I'm stronger than you. You know what I mean? Um, 
So that, that was, you know, that's for me. That was like my favorite part of part one. Rocky, what about you? Uh, it's kind of difficult because I because I want to say the funny parts, but honestly, yeah. I think maybe um, I think one part I really admired about part one was um, the fight with uh, Blueford and like the other dude and how oh. like sweet it was like, ah, yes, you were a good fighter and everything like, you know, Jonathan saying like you have a good heart and everything your heart was in the right place but Dio put you under darkness man and stuff so <laughs> I thought that was just a very noble moment <laughs> but otherwise the funny part is definitely like when Zeppeli hits the frog for sure oh my god that was like I'm like oh my god no the frog no <laughs> <laughs> but uh I for me personally I like uh the whenever whenever I think about part one I always think of when um when like Jonathan's life is starting to go to shit because of Dio and he's like a young like a young lad and he's starting to realize like Dio's like overshadowing him and like everything or just like making his life like a miserable hell basically and so he like busts through his own fucking like mansion like the fucking estate and just yells Dio and then like <laughs> with, with like no context <laughs> and he and then like uh dio's like like you're, if you're gonna say my name it, it, it has to be a little bit more graceful homie like you can't just like <laughs> you can't just scream my name in like just pure hatred <laughs> and it starts to beat his ass in like what the if like basically at the front door of his house and it's like and that's like the first that's actually one of the first moments if not the first moments when you we can see like the outer glow of the hamon uh like appear around him when he does it and it's so crazy it's like the craziest shit because we're like oh shit this dude no he knew hamon before like fucking he was actually trained in it Damn, I actually missed that. <laughs> yeah, you can see like the outer glow, like he's like trying to go Super Saiyan while he's like yelling out Dio's name when he busts through the door. And I'm like, oh my god, like yo, this man's about to go to town. So that's Such that's your boy. Yeah, and that's what that's what I think about when I think about part one because like that moment resonates with me. It's like the part. It's like the first time they actually fight and have like a actual like brawl beat down. It's it's funny when he's doing it when he's beating his ass like Dio's only concern is like like how dare he lay his hands on me like y'all are like thirteen like calm down <laughs> not even that probably y'all it's because Dio thinks he's above all these people <laughs> <laughs> you dare lay your yeah, hands he on was me like... he's like you fucking peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's the peasant in the situation, exactly, exactly. It's such a, it's such a, like a backwards moment, but at the same time, it's just all it's bizarre as it is, and it's hilarious, right? It encapsulates everything what JoJo is known for. So that's why, that's why I like that part. Um, and, part and also too, just to add on to that, Jonathan and Dio are like polar opposites of each other, and like what their ideals are and stuff. Uh, in terms and, of like, I mean, like, like Jonathan. Like the, they're Jonathan and uh, Dio, yeah, they're polar yeah. opposites of each other. Um, like you know, Jonathan is 
compassionate and caring and whatnot, whereas Dio just, like, doesn't give a shit. And it's, you know, because of how he was raised, his father's a drunk. His mother died early. His father would beat his mother, who, like, didn't she have an illness or something like that? It was just, like, the worst of the worst. But, uh, but yeah, I just want to add that on. All right, so what about part two, everybody? I can start this time if you guys don't want to start uh yeah take part two take part yeah. two <laughs> uh part two is typically uh the lesser like favorited ones um uh, other than part one which is understandable but it also had so many memorable means at the same time right um I would I would love to say like the running like the running gag of uh, part two was like Joseph's like ability not only like when he like finishes someone else's line simultaneously or before they had finished it but like his ability to just to like run away from like like that was his always his last ditch effort move was just the straight up run <laughs> which is like the realest thing ever you never see that in a in a show where the main like the main protagonist is like all right. You know, they're usually like, oh, there's nothing I can do. I just had to keep trying harder. <laughs> this nigga's like, nope, I've run out of all my plans. It's time to get out of here. Let's exactly. uh, go this way. <laughs> so that's that's why I like that's why I like part two. Because it's just like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're uh, not beating this guy today. All right. <laughs> uh, I like part two because it like brought people together like people you didn't think would work together like uh yeah the german the german soldier uh alexander, alexander. Just, no it's not alexander what the hell is his name uh yeah, i'm gonna kick myself yeah strongheim thank you um how he is like trying to control the pillar man at first and like experiment on, on him and he's like going against joseph <laughs> or yeah joseph and then uh later on strongheim is like helping joseph now except he's like half terminator um <laughs> pretty much uh <laughs> that fight was crazy when he's fighting uh what the hell is his name i i part two like San- santana is or... it santana no no, no no it's the uh the, the main bad guy of part oh, two cars cars, cars thank cars, you uh, yep. yeah it's cars santana and wamu right yep yeah and so ACDC. Oh, ACDC. oh yeah acdc i forgot about <laughs> Um, yeah, that guy. Damn, I just think about Wamu versus uh Caesar. That shit was depressing. That was so oh. depressing. dude. That to this day, like Caesar was the homie, and that. I didn't think they were gonna kill him. And this is like crazy that because this is like JoJo's like introduction to like, hey, we're, we're gonna take your favorite characters away. Uh, because he was definitely like the favorite character out of the two. I feel like out of that part. Um. And he was just like snatched away, <laughs> like, and it was like not even like near the end of the show. I felt like I felt like it happened in the middle of the part. Like I he died cried audibly when that happened. I was so upset because I was like, I was, I never would have thought somebody would have like died in this part like that. Especially just died, period. You know. And so I was like, damn, like, there's no Caesar. Are you fucking me? He had to go out like his dad. Like, damn, dude. And the crazy part is, like, Caesar was overpowered. I wouldn't say overpowered. He was powerful as shit going against yeah, those. He, uh, he was a little broken. He was a little broken. Um, but, yeah. What were you going to say, Rax? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I think I said. Uh, wait, no. No. 
Oh, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> Short-term memory. <laughs> well, what was your favorite part from part two then? Oh, boy. Okay, like, this is one of my favorites. It truly is. And because Joseph is, like, my favorite JoJo. Uh, <laughs> he's just so funny. And he's, he's flawed. And I think that's part of a reason I like him. Because, um, like, different than, like, Giorno... I, like for me, like Jorno just looks perfect. Like there's no way of looking at Jorno isn't like almost not perfect. Yeah. But Joseph is like a flawed protagonist, and I like that because it's human. It's very humanizing, especially when he runs away and stuff like that. That's just yeah. You can't get more <laughs> human than that, I guess. <laughs> but um, oh boy, where do I begin? Um, uh, <laughs> I'd really like part two. Uh. Mm, oh no uh there's just so many like scenes running through my head especially since i just watched it but oh, yeah. let me say my favorite part it's the stupidest but it's when cars holds up lisa lisa's legs and oh he's pretending god. to guitar like oh wee 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 <laughs> that stuck with me <laughs> you know what uh <laughs> what i love about joseph um my favorite scene with him is actually like right in the very beginning when you meet him when uh, that one that one guy who got turned into a pillar man <laughs> rolls up on him and he just pulls out a Tommy gun and starts blasting him. And he's like shooting into the cafe, mind yeah. you, where yeah. there's people there. And you're just like, yo, 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 like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you just like, you just had like Jonathan, this like super like, you know, uh, what, what is this super saint, essentially. Yeah. And then you get this guy like pulling the Tommy gun out, not giving a shit like who's on the inside. And like his homie is in there too, the uh, the butler for uh, uh, Irina, I believe her name is. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that was like the funniest scene, and I just knew it was gonna be some like hijinks in this uh, part with this guy. Like he was like a pole, like completely different from uh, Jonathan, which I don't know. That, that threw me for a loop when he pulled out the Tommy gun, though. Yeah, that was it. It did. It it was a. It, I would say it was like a, it was, it was very intentional, right? Because the author wanted us to see how different generations like evolve, right? How how, how times have changed, I feel like. Um, so we could see instantly like how different Joseph is compared to Jonathan at that moment. Because he's like, Joseph is like in the middle of the screen. Like he takes up the entire screen and he's holding the gun. And he's like shooting it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at, at that point, you're just like instantly like, whoa, this is not the same like Joe Star that I know, right? So especially when you watch it for the first time. Um, it's it, also too the guy that was going against him wasn't he from? Um, wasn't he from like an earlier part? Or something yeah, like that. He's from part once, right? So he was one of the um, Hamon master people um, where um, Zeppeli uh, also studied under. Yeah. So, yeah, this man rolled up thinking, like, all right, I know about his grandfather. He's probably like the same, you know, the same. So I'm just like, all right, let me sh- like show me your abilities. This man's like, nah, Tommy Gun. <laughs> <laughs> he just like you know blew his expectations too thinking like all right this is gonna be like some epic battle because like you know he's a part of the joe star line or whatever and this man resorts to running away and pulling out tommy guns um that pretty much like set the standard for joseph for me i, I just knew he was gonna be on some shit <laughs> basically yeah um now we gotta get to the real meat the american classic part three Stardust Crusaders. 
this this is the defining moment in like jojo fandom like are you a true jojo fan or are you gonna go back to watching naruto basically <laughs> hey man you can't just keep taking shots yes like- we're gonna keep taking shots of naruto <laughs> <laughs> So, um, also, oh, right, we can't figure about the Pillarman theme, Awaken My Masters, also. Yeah, that, that's oh, just a banger. But, yes. uh, <laughs> but part three, just, just go ham. I want, I want you guys to go ham on part three. <clears throat> All right, oh, I'll, I'll start. Solid minute. <laughs> I actually wrote something about this one that, uh, that I found after watching it uh, for a second time, uh, the overarching theme in the <clears throat> in the in this part is that it's about the journey, not the destination. Uh, you know, the Stardust Crusaders had a great adventure to Egypt, despite being hunted by Deal stand users, and eventually arriving in Egypt where things go terribly wrong. Uh, but even though that happens, like Jotaro, like you know, half the team is dead pretty much. I think there only like three people survived that incident, and you know, Jotaro is still able to like look at his picture and smile on the memories of like adventuring with all these guys and whatnot. And I think that like, they had like the best friendship out of like all the parts. I feel like they were like the closest, like, like uh group. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. I feel like, uh, like I try to, I try to look at like another story, like uh final fantasy 15, where it's just like a bunch of guys, He's like traveling, riding in the car, and they're a bunch of bros, kind of. But it doesn't have the same impact, right, as uh, Part 3 does. Um, and I can never put my finger on, like, why, really. But it, I don't know, maybe because Final Fantasy 15 is just a trash game. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it's because... Um, we have these characters for how long is part three like six seasons yeah it's two seasons like 60 some episodes right um they go through a lot in those 60 episodes together and we see like each like member of the group go through their own plight in battle and then like certain men certain members go through things together and like grow stronger together because i definitely feel like paul nerf not paul nerf uh what the hell is his name uh oh my god i'm forgetting his name who are you thinking about kakioin kakioin oh uh kakioin and like jotaro definitely were like really close because they started this adventure together you know jotaro saving him from uh dio's like rosebud the thing that would take over people's minds or whatever yeah um you know you just uh they, they just went through a lot more than than the characters in final fantasy 15 i feel like in final fantasy 15 like the entire thing is like just Noctis being a fucking asshole to these three dudes who are like serving him. And it's like, it's a kind of a forced friendship. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Because they had to work with him. So they, you know, eventually just became friends with him, I guess, or just tolerated him until he starts being nicer, I guess. And then, you know, dies at the end of the game. Um, I, I didn't like Final Fantasy 15 because I played it on, on launch day. But anyways, but yeah, I, I think that's why they have a stronger relationship than, and you you feel more for these characters in JoJo Part Three than you do for like Final Fantasy Fifteen. So because they go through a lot of shit together. We got to talk about Kakyoin attacking JoJo with the paint, and like what was that? Like Episode Two. 
Yeah. That was we, like, yeah, two or two or three. We got to talk about this because this shit never came back up. This shit never. If you if you know Kakyoin used that shit against anybody else, yo, this this would have been a done. This would have been a wrap. This, because mm. <laughs> that had to be like the most broken like ability. Like all you gotta do is like paint somebody and then like just slash out their their ankles and then they were dead. <laughs> he practically had like two stands because that was completely yeah. unrelated to Hierophant Green or however you say it. Yeah, it made like no sense and it never came back up. <laughs> But I wonder if that's one of the things that it's like an Iraqi uh, forgot moment yeah. or like it was explained in the manga because I heard a lot of things that were mm. not really explained in the anime were definitely explained in the manga. So that's interesting. That's where I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. the mangas and the I don't know. I can't really remember. It's, it's been a while because I read the manga and the, I read the manga and watched the anime uh, up to part three because um, part four is terrible scanlations but uh i feel like the two are pretty almost similar and like damn near scene for scene which is crazy uh but i don't i can't really speak about the one with the paint like this shit blew my mind (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to remember what you guys are talking about so you know when uh jotaro's going down the stairs with the ladies from his school yeah and then, like, suddenly, like, he gets, like, a pain in, like, his, uh, his, like, ankle or his knee or something, right? And he, like, kind of yeah. falls down yeah. the stairs. Yeah, like, that's when, like, Kakyoin, like, he was, like, drawing, or you don't really see him, but you know it's him. And he was drawing JoJo, and he, like, kind of, like, painted over his knee. And that w- that's what made him fall. Oh, that shit would have been OP. Bro, that shit would have been broken. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that would have been yo. Where did that power go? You think you think uh, JoJo beat that out of him? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Really, honestly. Um, Second stand. Second stand. Second stand. (laughs) (laughs) But that I just that this is something I wanted to bring up. But other than that, like. I probably, which is weird, it's probably one of my favorite fights out of all of Part 3 is Lil Pet Shop of Horrors versus Iggy. That shit was intense. I don't know if it was because, if they, were, because they were like animals and they can't like, they don't have the endurance as like humans, especially like people like fucking Jotaro and Joseph, right? But like, these are like tiny animals. This is like a fucking dog and what, like a, what was that, like a falcon eagle thing? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a falcon. <laughs> this is crazy. And they were just like beating each other like consistently <laughs> like throughout the yeah. entire city. <laughs> that was I a pretty really good fight. I don't think Iraqi likes animals, <laughs> especially dogs. Yeah. Here in in like part 1, of course, but <laughs> Yeah. I I could I could feel that. I feel that. I say uh, an intense fight for me was uh, Paul Nerf versus Vanilla Ice. Ooh. That shit. Ooh. Oh, didn't that was? Uh, I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, in me. yeah. Iggy, rest in peace. Uh, that was messed up, bro. Like Iggy, dude. I remember. Like I, I, I definitely uh, shed a few tears for that moment. Like I was like, no way, not the dog. 
like the, the dog bro like it, like he's already down like stop <laughs> yeah that yeah that was just that was bogus i'm not gonna describe the nature of that scene just because it's just like it's oof. it's gruesome it's it's, it's it's gruesome it's intense <laughs> straight up but uh doesn't abdal also like pass away in that that fight too Oh, that was like instantaneous. That yeah, was that, that blew that blew my mind. I was like, I was like, oh, we killing people out here. Um, because like as soon as that happened, I would just I just remembered Caesar, and I was just like, no, it's it's starting. Fucking <laughs> 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 killing characters. Um, but yeah, no, that that was like the most intense fight, uh, if not you know the intense, the the most intense in that part. But uh, Rocky, what about you? Uh, you got any uh, favorite fights? Ooh, it's like a tie, I guess, between Whole Horse and uh, Darby, ooh, the gambler. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because that was just the whole gambling. It just gambling in general can get so, so much tension. And he had a fucking shit. Sorry, is that bad I swear? I'm not sure. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we swear all the time. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, fuck, fuck. Okay. Um... <laughs> Hey, there's kids watching this, listening. Ancient <laughs> oh, double hockey sticks is right out then. Okay. Um, so it's just like the gambling, and then he had a, such a terrible hand, and he gambled like their lives and everything, and then the dude couldn't handle it, and he's just like, this is too much. And just, I, I kind yeah. of forgot how that ended because I haven't seen it in a while, and I was going to rewatch he, um, it. But... He's like, uh jotaro's like uh what do you say he said i will bet like he he knows he's gonna win he's st- so he like stands up in his chair and like looks he like walks a few steps looks at him he's like you know what i'll also bet my mother's soul because i wouldn't be out here if it wasn't for her basically and was just like i'm doing this whole like adventure for her so if i don't bet her soul then it's like this is this whole journey is pointless, and then so he's like that means you gotta wager something equally important, your mother's soul. But instead, I'll make you give the secrets of Dio's stand. <laughs> and at that point, that like breaks him. That that moment breaks him so bad. That's when he like he starts to stutter, starts to like he's already sweating profusely. But at this point, he's like really dripping like fucking sweat. And then just admits defeat, like in his soul or whatever, and then passes on. <sighs> Rip. Rip, Rip Darby. It's that was such that was so intense, and they didn't even like fight. That's what I love about yeah, Jojo. yeah, because they didn't even like physically fight. They were like just gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember? Because uh, <laughs> I'm uh, there's two Darbys, right? There's Terrence C. Darby, and then also uh, yeah, the one with the video game. Oh, that's a baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when he was like, oh, so you can read people's souls, huh? What is my soul saying? Oh <laughs> he was my just God. like, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Are you going to, is it both? Yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> oh, I thought that was, oh, I felt so, I felt, I felt bad for a lot of the people that Jotaro, uh, uh Oda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just, he he definitely crippled some people um yeah there's some people who aren't the same after that but i guess we have to get into the last we can't get go past this part without talking about dio versus jojo oh yes. yeah 
that was that was an interesting fight right because it was just like they were everywhere too they they weren't like in one place it was like getting kind of they were like flying in the air at one point were they Dio Dio like launched his body so he'd like flying away and hit this like bus so the bus would drag him away or some shit like that (laughs) it was intense like a taxi but yeah no it, it definitely was like uh i think the most intense part was the cat and mouse scene where uh jotaro has to like stop his heart from beating oh and uh Dio is like you know he's he's like so overly cautious he's, like you know he sees him like twitch a little bit and he like stops gets to the ground puts his ear to the ground just to see if he can uh, call back beating. to uh part two when joseph was playing dead and uh he like kind of walked away or not yeah he kind of like oh yeah when the pillar when the pillar man yeah 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 so it was i like that that was like a a true callback to like a previous moment i love that um but the fucking uh oh what what the fuck is it called the steamroller road roller (laughs) legendary (laughs) oh my god dude that was like what this man is donezo this, he's not he's not surviving that dude he's like punching the fucking like steamroller like on top of his body <laughs> <laughs> on the road mind you that was wild i i couldn't but then the whole like time stop shit it was oh, dude it's so crazy because if you think back on it in a way right that uh the way Dio got his powers was from the Joestar blood. He didn't use his own blood, right? So there's de- there's definitely and then there's like there's like foils, uh, obviously between like all the the Joestars and uh, Dio, because they're not they of course all the Joestars become less and less like themselves, but at the end of the day, Dio is like pure pure evil as most people would argue <laughs> let let alone the people that cry out oh dio never did anything wrong <laughs> who who are those people they're, are they real are they they're real of they're Devil's real people yeah if you yeah no. google it google uh dio never did anything wrong <laughs> oh no it's like a whole like it's like a subculture <laughs> inside the culture of jojo he, def- <laughs> he definitely didn't do anything wrong shut the fuck up you'll see them mostly at like conventions really but like they're they they can be pretty loud online as well uh mind if i make a point real fast about the the music in part three or like at least the intros because you know that was the first time it really did those the two yeah holy cow the the foreshadowing like callbacks and different um for the last one uh what is it sonichino kyoku with like all three singers like koda's in it the guy in the first one was in it like that one all together and all the foreshadowing with the time oh my god blew my mind and then you know when they change at like during the last few episodes it's just like so much so much hype the animation goes through like different changes like it goes with like dio overpowering jojo for a sec by stopping time and then when jojo gets his stop time power doesn't like isn't it like going back and forth at, at that point or some shit like that he, he, it's like, like looks at him yeah yeah and then they turn around and like Oda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i think my favorite one was uh from uh part four but we'll talk about that when we get there well okay. we can talk about it now we can talk about it now i think i think we 
extended part three to what it was worth. Um, part four, we have Killer Queen is my favorite stand. Yeah, we have Ooh. the resurgence of stands again, and we also have uh the characters placed in this somewhat, I guess, fictional town. <laughs> Is this town real? More uh, Morio? 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 <laughs> is, I thought is it was Morio. Uh, mo- like, like M-O- Mori- Yeah, I fucking, I have no clue. But it's not like a real place, right? It doesn't feel mm, real. It. No, it's not. But you know, some of the, I'm pretty sure, like he gets inspiration from like places in Japan. Oh no, for sure, for sure. Because yeah. like we, it's definitely like a japan feel to a lot of these places uh of course josuke's uh hairstyle right <laughs> the the weird pompadour it's not like a regular oh. pompadour it's like the, uh the grilled beef so, yeah. real, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh real quick all right i just googled it um <laughs> just because i had to know the town is actually based on uh araki's hometown sendai yeah, he I did hear Sendai about that. I did hear about It was an that. old historical town, but began residential construction in the 80s, causing new houses to be built everywhere. Um, intimidated by rapid increase in strangers, Araki used this experience for the basis of his setting in part four. Yeah. There's more to it, but I'm not going to read all that. I have heard about oh, that's that. that's so awesome. And then we oh. also have, we also start to learn, like, the power of the bow and arrow, right? Yes. Um, did it actually yeah, have uh, a name? I don't know. Uh, the bow and arrow? Uh, but the power of the bow and the arrow that just like uh, c- kind of like you s- we've seen scenes of it, but they've been really short. But now it's like actually part of the real plot, right? Of the ongoing plot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, so I think that that's pretty much like the basis of part four, like this this fictional town that's based off a real town and the power of the bow and arrow that can give other people stands, give people abilities. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. you know, like a murder going on, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that too. Eh, whatever. <laughs> it became a story like trying to find the MacGuffin. Damn, I completely, I completely forgot about the arrow being in, in part four because I was so fixated on the, uh, the murder story. I like that part four is like a murder mystery. It, it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Did, did call? Yeah. Did, it did give me that what the, like that Persona Four vibes in a way. Um, yeah, and then like, oh, it definitely had Persona Four vibes. I, I definitely agree with that. But I, I just gotta say, Koichi, he's like, I like, I love his character. He's such a great character. Like, you, you can't not like Koichi. Like, he's he's the goat. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know he's based on a Gohan and his stand is based off a cell? Oh, okay. I can see the cell part. I can totally see the cell part. Gohan. When he, you know, when he's the stand power and it gets to the third level and his hair goes like super spiky. Yeah. Yeah. There there you go. Mystic. That makes sense. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Is Mystic Ultra Instinct? (laughs) Mystic? I, oh yeah, Mystic. I completely forgot about that form, but let's not talk about. Let's not bring the mood down talking about Dragon Ball Z. This is going all over my head. Oh, okay. So, and, oh, okay. So, uh, real quickly, actually, I don't even. I don't even think I've actually seen this part. It's just a part that I know about. It's like very brief in Dragon Ball Z, 
where Gohan, it's been told that Gohan was like the most powerful being in all of the Dragon Ball universe for this brief minute. Out of out of the out of the Z fighters. No, no, he was the strongest. No, with Mystic, I know what you're talking about. It was out of the Z fighters only. No, he was, no, no. he was the strongest being in. The... This is just going off of what the Dragon Ball theory and logic all come together. Uh, Mystic was like the most powerful form, and only Gohan couldn't obtain it. But now, obviously, we see you know this fucking this Ultra Instinct bullshit going on, and and this fusions on top of that. Anyway, whatever. That's so like I I kind of I kind of see Koichi like being Gohan I guess I feel that but Be- I also before, see the cell. before we before we move on though I do want to say that that's one thing that I love about JoJo is that they don't have a power creep there's no power creeping in this fucking show what do you mean Meaning by power like, creep oh go ahead so essentially in Dragon Ball Z uh they got rid of like techniques and stuff that were known in like Dragon Ball like they gave you an edge like not only just being strong like you knew you knew certain techniques that your opponent didn't know right yeah. uh whereas in Dragon Ball Z they kind of got rid of that and it became oh uh here's the next strongest enemy here's the next strongest enemy now you got to get to Super Saiyan 1 oh, Super Saiyan 2 you know it's like that yeah, yeah. whereas in like JoJo it's like everyone's like pretty even everyone's even just you you got to know how to use your fucking stand like yeah. that's literally it oh my yeah. goodness you know that's completely comparable to Hamon because yeah. like you got to be like a lot stronger and everything and understand Hamon better to really use it and so like you know Joseph was just like fucking up the whole time <laughs> until he actually <laughs> studied yeah. and he was at least a little bit more on even ground with you know ultimate beings but uh yeah. Kira Yoshikage this oh, man he is, just wants to, he's he a just great, wants to live shut the fuck up. a simple life <laughs> he, he's a great villain I can't name a better villain than Kira Yoshikage because he's just yeah he, he is at the end of the day he's just a normal guy he just ends up it's, killing people. It's Yoshikage Kira, by the way. Like favorite character, get get it right. We're in America, <laughs> so we're gonna say the first name first, and the last name, and then last nah, name boy. last. You said you said Yoshi Kira Kage. Oh no! <laughs> oh, did I say that? Oh, it might have been a beer. It's all good. We'll hear it's it. We'll, we'll hear it in the in the editing in the post edit, but um. And his favorite, his like his not the favorite, but like the the most well known meme fucking intro monologue of him. Can we please, can we ta- please read it right now? No, we're not gonna read it. We're not gonna read it. But you guys, <laughs> you guys can look this shit up. It is. I, will, I honestly highly recommend just going to the episode and just watching the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, they. Rocky made him a very compelling uh, character because I can definitely. Now I don't understand why he kills people. I, I'm not I'm not giving him a pass for that, but I definitely understand like the wanting to just li- live a simple life and just like not have like not be you know in the spotlight or anything like that. Just he just yeah. wants to live a quiet life. That's it. Just Except... jack off to hands. <laughs> exactly though, right? But has a demon in it on the inside of him. <laughs> like goddamn, that's a real ass demon too. It's like uh, I guess this. I guess it really calls back to. Uh, Oh god. Uh Araki's hometown, right? This was like a simple life, you know, it was a simple town. 
but uh things changed over time right now everything oh was what God. it was seen so could, i don't know maybe could you give me the parallel between uh araki's hometown and, and moira like yoshikage yoshikage kira is like the embodiment of the town being a quiet a Kira quiet Yoshikage. life slowly i did i do it did i do it you said Moira. Oh my God. you said an overwatch character i'm sorry oh, oh is it how do you pronounce Diva? Is it more? Morio no, this... or something like that. Morio. Morio. Like if Morio. you Morio. Morio. I'll just say Morio. Um he is the embodiment of like Morio, essentially. Uh like he doesn't he, he doesn't want any change. He just wants a quiet life, everything to stay the same. But you know, that's not how life is. Things Maybe. change. Uh Maybe. But yeah. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it together. How can but... you put together this man's mind in general, really, truly? At the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you can't. You can't. And thus, we move on to the infamous part five, fresh in all of our minds, somewhat. Not really. It's it's been a minute. It's been a minute because like that was like our first episode, and we were like kind of halfway through. Of uh, part five, right? Golden win. Um, I believe so. Um, I don't really remember when when we did the JoJo episode, I, but I know we weren't finished with part five. I was still in college, so that was we started the podcast. Fuck if I know. <laughs> it's it, been it some years. November, November two years ago. Yeah, it's been some years. It's been some years. So, what's everybody's favorite part about part five? I wanna, I wanna know. I wanna know, cause I got, I got a few. But I can uh, name one. Uh, Giacho chasing Mister and Giorno. <laughs> this uh, Ooh. that is one of the battles that had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, Giacho's chase scene reminds me of the Terminator Two, <laughs> where the T one hundred is chasing after John Connor. If anyone watched Terminator. Uh, that man yeah. was like hunting them down. He didn't. Well, essentially, the the robot was running on the highway and trying to get this little boy to kill him to reset the timeline. Essentially, some shit like that. But anyways, uh, Giacho is the 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 Terminator in this or the T one thousand series chasing these guys, uh, and he like stays on them for a long time. Like that 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 was like one of the most uh, intense battles in that in that part. I fucks with that. I like. Uh, obviously, you get you got to talk about the uh, the dancing scene, right? Yeah, <laughs> on the boat. Yeah, on the fucking boat. That shit was wild, right? Um, I do not remember true. the first time I watched it. It was uh, it was true to the from like it was everybody was just waiting for it, right? From like episode one, everybody's like, "Yo, this is scene for scene from the manga." There's they're, they're going to do the dancing scene and how we want to know how, uh, what David productions was the, the fucking animation studio that did Jojo. Um, how were they going to yeah. animate this, uh, the scene? All right. Perfectly. It had to be perfect. Cause you couldn't do it any other way and fucking nailed it. Right. They nailed everything from the, what, the, what was it? Like the six, the six page Muda, Fucking uh, punch of eternity on a what was that? Was it Seco? Oh no, ch- uh, Chocolata. Ch- yeah, yeah, Sh- dude. Chocolata. 
Italian names. <laughs> we're already we're, we're we're already butchering them. I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, we, we got it. Giorno, Abacchio, uh, fucking Mista, Gaucho, Abac. Isn't it like I don't know how to fucking pronounce his name, but the dude that can uh, copy people and rewind. Moody um, Blues. Moody Blues, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, um, but I I would say one of my favorite parts was um definitely the it's bizarre, but it was like the scene with like the fucking the fucking baby, right? And like uh Journal, he was like learning he like he like kinda like evolved. He went like Super Saiyan, right? His uh his stand went Super Saiyan for like a little bit, right? That was that was kind of my favorite moment, even though it's like really cheesy. Um, I loved it. It was like super hype because I'm like, oh shit! Like, the like this they're going on to like Super Saiyan levels right now. <laughs> so that's I I don't know. I I like that I like that scene. Um, probably the most out of like all the other scenes, really. But it, what can you say about part five, Rocky? Uh, oh boy besides the torture dance oh my god it was so good i was just listening to that song by the way right before this i was just jamming out um i gotta say once again consistently with all the plot twists that iraqi like just pushes at you just like like bam like when they when everyone switches like bodies and souls or whatever like that was amazing and then polarov was a turtle like oh my god where does he come up with this also he's really obsessed with the coliseum like holy shit just that whole ending that whole ending was so beautiful edge of the seat the whole time couldn't stop watching so yo when uh and i'm gonna butcher his name here when Nadanchera got fucking murdered i was just like no it's it's that shit oh that oh that hit me hard man because i I really liked him he had a really cool stand hey it was that number four it was that number wonderful number four and uh what's his name fugo fuck fugo man uh (laughs) he's literally a a rocky making a mistake like in his story (laughs) He, he wrote that he had to write him out like his stand kills everybody and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, <laughs> like you could turn it off, but like it's already it's already set in. It's a fucking virus. Like that I uh yeah, I, I didn't like Fugo uh in the show. Oh, I he, loved him. Especially because he's like, I'll do anything for you, but charity. Yeah, I'm gonna take on the boss. Yeah, no, I gotta <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, well, at the same time, I feel like, yeah, there's gonna be someone that's like doesn't feel ready for the battle so like that's that felt like a humanizing thing but also the real part was just i think he was too op like he couldn't stay for every single part no, after yeah. that so rocky had to write him out he mm-hmm. uh he was he was broken he definitely was he was, he was <laughs> a broken character he fucking purple haze holy fuck dude i don't yeah he needs to come back. I want to see him come back. Uh, <laughs> another. He needs the. He another... needs his own like spinoff series. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna kill every per. Who who's gonna fight? I mean, the only person that could beat him is someone who has like wind powers or something like that. Blow the virus back into him. I don't know. Like, what is he? <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. Whole horse or some shit, maybe. What about like uh the hand? 
Okiasu's oh. um, power. If you could just make it disappear. Hmm. But Okiasu's stupid and doesn't know how to use a stand. Yeah. He could have been the most OP character in that. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> that man was too dumb to have a stand that awesome. Oi, Josuke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so um, we got to talk about Blue Charity being a ghost for half the series. <sighs> that was that was a mind blown moment because I'm just how like, did it, how did it happen? Because I'm still confused. He like he died to a uh, fuck. What's his dude's name? I'm Diavolo. Diavolo. King Crimson's yeah, Diavolo. Yeah. Yeah, King Crimson stand. That was the saddest part. That was so sad because you like you could kind of know what's going on. Like he's not gonna win. Like his stand is oh, just yeah. dog shit compared to this dude, right? That, that whole that whole scene screen like, oh, this dude's about to die because like for one, he's 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 running off on his own. When have they done that? They've always mm -hmm. stuck together, so that's a death flag number one. And then I, I did like how stealthy he was with his uh, stand though. Like he was, if he wanted to be like a uh, hitman or something like that. He'd uh, excel in that profession because that man was definitely stealthy. Uh, it was like one of my favorite moments of precarity, uh, def um, of course. But that shit was sad. That was so um, sad because you just you like you kind of have this feeling in the back of your head like he's not gonna make it, and then like he comes back, you know, to life, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm here." And then you kind of see him like kind of like a whisper away, or like he's like really like uh, he's really sad. Throughout the entire the the rest of the part of the the second season, I guess um, he's really sad. Um, and so you can kind of tell like really something's sweet, not right. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because really he was that he had the power, the will to keep going. Yeah, like he was basically off pure will and of course Giorno's ability, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Get but, it, life <laughs> but that man, he was going off of pure will basically for the rest of the season. That was crazy. Crazy mind blown because when they finally revealed it, you're like, "Fuck, what? No, don't go." You know. Yo, may I just say the I got just spoiled by that by um watching. Let's see, it was like Alpharad or something play the JoJo. Uh, what is it? Um, Heaven's Eyes of Heaven Eyes game. Of heaven, yeah. Like within the first like minute, that like just that plot point. Bam. Just bam. Damn. Use your plot twist. Yep. We're going to tell you. Bam. Just gone. Just. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Oh, so I wouldn't suggest watching that game until, um, till, you know, till later. <laughs> oh, jeez. Until like part eight. <laughs> but oh, uh, pretty much. I think that's about it. Any, any like final words on the JoJo, I don't know, series or so uh, far? I do have a question for you guys because I, I mentioned. Uh, that my favorite stand was um, Killer Queen. How about you guys? Favorite stand? Mm. I, I'm... It's kind of weird, but mine is definitely a tie between Whole Horse and, of course... What the fuck was Whole Horse's? Something stupid. It was named something stupid, wasn't it? Whole Horse's stand, uh, what, Emperor and uh, Star Platinum. Cause like he, Star Platinum was just like he Star Platinum was broken. He could do damn near everything. Although he really only had like 
one ability and it was just precision right wasn't it, no i thought it was speed and precision the speed and precision but like come on <laughs> yeah i mean that's a that was a that was a pretty cool uh ability the 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 time stop was kind of an ass pull yeah <laughs> I, I mean yeah I, I, well yeah rocky's like wait how's he gonna beat a dude who can stop time it, it was like <laughs> it, it just it goes to show like it's the way you use your power right like you can be as fast yeah. as you want you could be precise as you want but it's like how you use it you know definitely what about you rocky God, no i've always had trouble with thinking about that i don't know um Name okay, we'll just, how, how, how about your top ones? Even that is like, ugh. I mean, I was thinking Metallica also mm. because that's pretty gosh dang useful. Yeah. Metallica yeah, is pretty ridiculous. Was really cool. The fucking, mm -hmm. oh my God. That fight was so intense because everything was just happening at once, right? On the beach yeah. and then like, oh, fuck, dude. It was wild. I think, um, I think the worst stand is Notorious B.I.G. though. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I would not want that stand. It's like first off, when he joined uh, Diavolo's group, and you know there has to be like some kind of like um, you know initiation. It's like, all right, show me your stand. <laughs> He's in, and, and this guy's uh, reply is, "Don't worry, bro, I got a stand." Pretty much, because like, how, how did he show his standability off? Uh, fuck if I know. Fuck if I remember. <laughs> it literally has to die <laughs> for it to right, be activated. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh lord. <sighs> oh, you know, I also want to say Earth, Wind, and Fire, because like, is that a stand, or was it just because he was an alien? But you know, it's part four. That just kind of perplexes me. Hmm. Oh, are you talking about the the alien guy? Yeah. Miki Taka. Yeah. <laughs> Because he can yeah. shapeshift into like anything, so I don't know if that's really a stand or if it's just like him channeling maybe part of a stand with his alienness. I don't know. It just was weird. That actually reminds me of like another scene that I love from part four. Can I can I tell you guys real quick? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh it was when Josuke uses uh the alien to cheat at CeeLo against uh Rohan. And Ooh. Rohan fucking hates Josuke so much that he's like, I, I, he's being petty, like, all right, bro, I'm, I'm gonna take all your money right now. And it gets to a point where the house is on fire. He doesn't give a shit because he just wants to figure out how Josuke is cheating. His house yeah. is burning down. And he's just like, I don't care. I'm figuring this out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just got away with it, right? Just by the like a small little smidgen of a hair. Yeah, the dice was like starting to like change, uh, transform back and forth because I believe because of the fire or something like that was causing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really remember, but I remember that scene being hilarious. But um. Easy. But... Oh, as for my final uh, yeah. remarks or whatever, one thing that you know I'm a, I know I'm a comedy major and everything, but I've always really had a passion for like art and music and all that and everything mm -hmm. in between, and like the art for JoJo, the oh, colors. Yeah. The music references, the um, the intros, the outros are all they're they're very um, so they're very memorable. Yeah. Um, I know we didn't get get Gangsta Paradise for the <laughs> outro for part five, but yeah. you know, every time I close my eyes, I'm feeling so horny. Ah! So. <laughs> <laughs> 
that yo when that when that ending played uh jazz <laughs> jazz was like shocked by it she was like she was dying laughing and that's when i explained to her like all the cultural references in jojo that's another thing that like is great about jojo like read the manga is like seeing like all the <laughs> the different stand names and being like pop culture references and stuff but yeah i also felt like in terms of the art styles for my final remarks i feel like the art style uh like definitely is of course they're all different like which is crazy in itself right but part five kind of looked more like a actual anime um like a stereotypical like anime kind of uh like the way their animation style just looked so i'm really curious to see how they do part six I feel like this is going to be, this is really going to show, because part six is supposed to be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was it's supposed to be hella I was watching a video earlier saying that part seven was uh, o- Araki's like magnum opus. Oh, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I can't wait till we get to that one. <laughs> Whatever that means. Whatever that means, yeah, yeah, cause like, yeah, because Steel Ball Run is like, Steel Ball Run is fucking crazy, dude. I people will like, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah I haven't read wet. it. I haven't read it at all. Do you think the uh, is the manga good to go? Like, is it good to read like right now? Because I remember there was like issues with reading the um, the earlier parts. With, yeah, I like, think scans part four. Yeah, part four is just terrible. I I. I feel like someone should have redid it, but I think it's kept. I think it's just the scanlations are just kept uh, terrible on purpose because it's become such a legendary meme at this point. Uh, I feel that. Um, so no one's doing. touched it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's kept as like a legendary meme, possibly, but I mean, who knows, really. Um, I highly doubt you can get it like uh, translated anywhere. Time so, to learn Japanese. Time to learn Japanese, everybody. <laughs> All right. But Let's with that, <laughs> with that, that is the end of the episode, everybody. Where can uh, where, remind everybody where they can find you, Rocky? Oh, hi. Yeah, yeah. If you if you like my voice or something, I guess. Um, I'm at Twitch.tv/slash Arts. And like rackle is spelled like tackle, but with an R. So yeah, if that gets confusing, my bad. (laughs) 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 But like, (laughs) thank you guys so much for having me here. I just, I miss talking about JoJo so much. Oh man. Yeah, it's It's really hard to find like, like good JoJo fans. So we, we actually did struggle to find a, uh, a good guest for this episode, but we wanted a good guest because it's nice to bounce ideas off of other people. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> and to save us from like the torment of reliving back the first episode again. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> but th- I mean, that's pretty much it for us. Uh, there's a lot of news, uh, new stuff coming in on the feet from geek mountain side. Um, I honestly, truly hope uh, everyone keeps up with us. And keeps following us. Uh, you can find us eventually everywhere. But for now, we are here. And you're listening to us. So we will see you guys next time on the mountain.
the geek, the geek mountain. mountain there you go good job <laughs> this episode of the feed from geek mountain was produced by calvin young and sean harden edited by sean harden and the theme song was composed by me yerk the jerk if you have any questions or you want to be featured in our weekly care package email us at the feed from geek mountain at gmail.com or say hi on instagram at the feed from geek mountain don't forget to favorite us on spotify we're just trying to climb to the top see you guys next time on the mountain the geek mountain all right no uh i can hear it <laughs> go so on what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna so the, usually what we do is we do our intro then we introduce you or you introduce yourself rather and then we move on to what we've been watching and playing uh after that we'll get into the jojo stuff sounds gravy oh yeah 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 <laughs> awesome uh cool 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 great all right bring us in Oh, oh, it's me? All right.